This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of The Overcomers, God's vision for you to thrive in an age of anxiety and outrage, written and narrated by pastor and best-selling author Matt Chandler, and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. This is Adam Graber with Device and Virtue, and this is my short circuit to upgrades. At that moment, their eyes were opened, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When someone uses the word technology, our first thought is probably not clothing. The first images that probably come to mind are smartphones and satellites, robots and rocket ships. But even the Bible is full of technology. Alan Kay famously quipped, Technology is anything that was invented after you were born. So it's easy to look at the Bible's ancient stories and miss all the technology. The ships Paul wrote on, the swords and plowshares that Isaiah wrote about, the gates that Samson ripped off their hinges, even the hinges themselves. But when you start looking for it, technology starts springing up everywhere. And when we stretch all the way back to the beginning, the first technology to appear is clothing. After the creation came the fall. And when Adam and Eve realized they were naked, their first instinct was to fix the problem using technology. Fixing problems is what technology is made for. We use it so much today, and it does such a good job, we hardly notice the problems themselves. But how would you get to work or school without it? You'll probably take a car or a bus. Maybe you'll take an elevator or the stairs. Or these days, maybe it's just a Zoom call. Whatever it is, all of them are helping you solve the problem of getting from here to there. It's a problem we hardly notice today, but that's because technology has paved over the problem so completely. The experience is seamless. But other, more intractable problems still confront us, whether it's cancer or food scarcity or traffic jams. For those problems, finding the right technology still requires our creative effort. Which is probably how Adam and Eve felt too. When their eyes were opened, they were facing what looked like a problem. So they set about fixing it. They looked around at what they had on hand, which in a garden was a lot of the same thing. So they tailored a few fig leaves and voila, camouflage. Like any good device, those fig leaves accomplished a lot. They covered Adam and Eve's nakedness from each other, they protected their bodies from the environment, and they hid themselves from God. Unfortunately, while the solution fixed one problem, it had consequences for other things they hadn't quite thought of. While their nakedness may have been the problem they were fixing, the fig leaves ended up also affecting how Adam and Eve related to God, to creation, to each other, and even to themselves. Those fig leaves hid their shame, at least partially, so they felt a little less exposed or ashamed. 
But the problem wasn't entirely gone, and some new problems were starting to emerge, even if they didn't realize it yet. If we stopped reading the Bible there, with Adam and Eve fashionably figged out, we might conclude that the Bible depicts technology as a product of sin and shame, but it's not that simple. When we keep reading, we encounter something surprising. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Though Adam and Eve will experience many consequences for their disobedience, God doesn't condemn them for hiding their failures with fig leaves. Instead, he upgrades their fig leaves to animal skins. Leather is sturdier, not to mention more fashionable, even today, than a few shriveling fig leaves. God takes Adam and Eve's wearable tech and improves on it. He makes fig leaves obsolete. For these two humans whom he loves, God provides even better protection and better coverings than they had fashioned for themselves. When Adam and Eve used technology to hide their shame, God used technology to display his grace. This is a crucial detail. If we're going to talk about redeeming technology, we have to see it the way God does, exposing humanity's need and revealing God's grace. Unfortunately today, technology often has the opposite effect. It obscures humanity's need. It hides God's grace. For that, the Bible uses a different word, idolatry. But when God gives us the eyes to see, these idols can become icons. They can become reminders of all that God has done and is doing for us. Unfortunately, like any new smartphone contract, Adam and Eve's clothing upgrade isn't exactly free. It comes at a cost, but not for Adam and Eve. No, God gives them the fashionable upgrade as a gift. For the animals, though, it's a different story. This leather will cost them their lives. The animals will be sacrificed to cover humanity's sin and shame. The leather upgrade also reminds us that every technology has consequences. Our devices will help compensate for our failures and limitations, but they will come at a cost for creation, and they will hide us from God, others, and ourselves, and put distance between us and them. Whether it's clothing or artificial intelligence, every technology includes the potential to help us and to hurt us, both possibilities and liabilities. With the animals dying, the Bible from the very beginning quietly reminds us to count that cost. Only when we read between the lines do we see a hint at the animals' deaths. But they foreshadow the many Bible stories still to come. Stories where God will work on our behalf, take responsibility for our sin, and give us gifts we don't have to pay for. I'm Adam Graber.
Device and Virtue is a podcast for thoughtful Christians about the wrongs and rights of technology and faith in everyday life. Check out our full-length episodes where Chris and I argue through the vices and virtues of the tech-driven world we live in. This episode was brought to you in part by the Lord of Spirits podcast. Many Christians yearn to break free of the influence of secular materialism and to understand the union of the seen and unseen worlds as made by God. What is the spiritual world like? Tune in wherever you get your podcasts.